from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. What are the top three college football coaching jobs? USC is open and a prominent college football analyst says USC is in the top three. I'm not so sure. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I, I don't think USC is in the top three top college football coaching jobs. Uh, I probably am at this point going with Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia. Those are my three. Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia. But what are the top three college football coaching jobs uh, in this country? 888-760-3776. By the way, to uh, the person that that called during the break and called uh, Captain Competent Joe Rigotti, who was clearly eating a bag of chips, I hope you have a good afternoon. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Uh, that is the type of good stuff. That is the type of content that uh, that we provide every single day here on uh, Ken Levick Alive. Uh, please, more calls of you eating chips to uh, to Joe Rigotti before 1 o'clock, please. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Don't forget about the Ken Levick Alive podcast. It's free wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts. doesn't matter. Just Google podcast, and then you click on the first link that comes. Hopefully, that's not a virus, and you'll find our podcast right there. Again, Ken Levick Alive podcast, wherever you get your podcast. All right, uh, so uh, USC is open, and USC has not been a national title contender since Pete Carroll left. It has not been a national title contender since Pete Carroll left under the cloud of uh, sanctions, handed down by the NCAA, not since Lane Kiffin took over, then was left on a tarmac. Uh, Ed Orgeron had a nice end as an interim to that season. That's how he scored his job at uh, LSU, eventually becoming the head coach after Les Miles left. Uh, But they have not been a national title contender. Like, you think USC, and I still think Reggie Bush, I still think Matt Leinart, I still think Pete Carroll, I still think those teams. It's been a long time now. Since those teams, that type of talent, that type of competitiveness, the men of Troy, that whole thing existed. So Clay Helton, a very unremarkable run at USC, gets fired uh, after they were drubbed at home by Stanford. And interest has been waning in Los Angeles for quite some time. The Rose Bowl has been completely empty uh, for, or the Coliseum has been completely empty uh, during USC games, even during big games. It's been a really black mark on that program. Uh, Clay Helton gets ousted, and uh, Adam Rittenberg of ESPN uh, was on Sports Center yesterday talking about the USC job. And, and get, a, get a listen to uh, – we don't have that, Joe. I did not send that to you. Awesome. I am rolling right now. Uh, so he, uh, he, he had a couple of names that he had thrown out there. Uh, that 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 there was potential interest in this job. Um, James Franklin at Penn State apparently is someone that USC wants to pursue. Uh, Urban Meyer is a name that immediately came up. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. He said today, no chance. There's no chance he's leaving the Jaguars to go to USC. But knowing Urban's track record, I'll um, 
you know, I'll wait. I'll wait until I actually see he's not headed on a plane to L.A. But why have me talk about it? We, we can hear from Adam Rittenberg. USC faithful want to see it return to prominence. Who are some of the candidates we could see USC go after as they look to replace help? Well, several names you hear a lot about. Penn State head coach James Franklin, who's obviously in a tier one job already, but might want to change. And, and being in L.A., being able to recruit on the West Coast, he's already won a Big Ten championship. Mike Bone wants to compete for conference championships and national championships. So he's a name you'll hear. At, same with Luke Fickle, the head coach at Cincinnati, who Mike Bone, the athletic director, hired when he was at Cincinnati. You'll hear Matt Campbell from Iowa State, former Washington head coach Chris Peterson. Maybe he wants to get back in the game, Minnesota head coach uh, P.J. Fleck. What if USC makes a run at Oregon head coach Mario Cristobal, who's won each of the last two Pac-12 championships and has recruited extremely well on the West Coast? So no shortage of options, Urban Meyer even, that USC can go after because it's USC and it still has tremendous recognition in the coaching community. All right, so those names are pretty prominent. Um, uh, But I I get why Iowa State's head coach, Matt Campbell, would want to go to USC. Yeah, that is an elevated job for sure. You've earned your right for a job like that at USC. Uh, Joe, you have an email. Um, uh, if, if you've done the job and won games at Iowa State. But James Franklin at Penn State, is that is that really raising your profile if you go from Penn State to USC? The Pac-12 hasn't been in the college football playoff in two full seasons. And you're going to go to, to, to USC from a, a, a cornerstone program in the Big Ten? I don't, I don't understand that. And then there's Joel Klatt, who is the main analyst on Fox. He does all of their big noon Saturday games alongside Gus Johnson, calls the biggest games in the Big Ten, the Big Ten championship game. He tweeted that... The top three coaching jobs in the country are Alabama, Clemson, and USC. That's right. Alabama, Clemson, and USC. USC ahead of Texas. USC ahead of Georgia. Hell, USC ahead of Florida. I don't know about that. I think we're getting a bit starry-eyed because it's Los Angeles. I think we're probably overestimating what USC is any longer. For me, I think that USC maybe is a top 10, and that's the extent of it. I'll go Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia as my top three college football head coaching jobs. What are the top three College football head coaching jobs. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Again, 888-760-3776. And hit us up on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. Now, the one case you can make for USC still being a top three coaching job has nothing to do with recruiting to Los Angeles because I don't think, much like in, in pro sports where markets don't matter anymore, there's no difference between Oklahoma City and New York City. If you're a star, 
the money's going to find you. If you're a star, the businesses are going to want to partner up with you. If you're a star, you're going to endorse product after product after product. You're going to get the same attention. Being in New York doesn't matter anymore. Being in Oklahoma City doesn't matter anymore from a negative standpoint. Being in Miami doesn't matter anymore from a business standpoint. It is the same thing in college sports. I mean, hell, you've got Conference USA, FAU's conference, that they are on television in some capacity pretty much every single week, and that has been the case. There are so many linear products on television. If you're good, you're going to get noticed. It's weird if FAU doesn't get a player drafted anymore every single year. One of the top 100 players in the NFL, Trey Hendrickson, pass rusher for the Bengals, FAU. So that's my point. The mighty USC. I don't think that that name recognition matters anymore. You know what does? Flashy uniforms. Young coaches. That's why when Adam Rittenberg brings up Mario Cristobal going from Oregon to USC, why? Oregon just went to Columbus shorthanded and smacked an iron fist down on the Buckeyes at the horseshoe. What more does Mario Cristobal have to prove? He can win at Oregon. Oregon's been in a national championship game. That's a lateral move going to USC at best. But it's L.A. Have you seen USC's facilities? Not great. Have you seen Oregon getting dump trucks of money sent to that campus every single week with Nike founder Phil Knight? Yeah. Mario's doing just fine with his resources. By the way, University of Miami, the fact that you never locked down Mario Cristobal and took a chance on him when you had several opportunities, that's on you. And now your college football program probably is never, ever, 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 ever going to be the same. And for any Canes fans that think after Manny Diaz is done, you're going to get a shot at Mario Cristobal. If USC isn't a better job than Oregon, Miami sure as bleep isn't a better job than Oregon. Okay, You're not getting a hometown discount for Mario Cristobal. But what are the top three coaching jobs in college football? So, the saving grace. The one case you can make was brought up by Pat Lawler. Our sports agent and sports law insider. He joins us every Tuesday here on Ken LeVick Alive. This is where USC has an advantage when it comes to college football recruiting. And I think, Ken, one of the things that I've talked about before is excitement as well as NIL. You have the perfect location for those players to make money in NIL, and that's a great recruiting tool. N-I-L. And you know what? Pat's right. I mean, Pat's right. In Los Angeles, with name, image, and likeness, in theory, you should be able to draw in the best talent. Keep the Los Angeles talent in Southern California. Keep the California talent in-state and funnel them down to L.A. to play for USC. But there's stiff competition now, and this is what Miami's going to have to realize. Everybody's coming down to Miami to poach. Poach, 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 poach. You need to have creative relationships, and Miami's doing well with that. They, they do have creative relationships to help out their student-athletes. But you need a coach who is young enough and gets it enough And by that, I mean being okay with NIL and the new era of college football, but also knows what they're doing. Manny Diaz hasn't shown one thing from a game management standpoint in his entire time as head coach, 
a talent development standpoint that leads you to believe that, hey, this guy's the right guy. At USC, this isn't going to be easy. I mean, look at Texas. They bring in Sark, and what happens? They go to Fayetteville, and Arkansas throttles them. You think there's NIL opportunities in Austin? (laughs) Yeah. So NIL, Pat makes a good point, but it's not the end-all, be-all. Do you have a coach that gets it? Because tradition doesn't matter to 18-year-olds. Tradition doesn't matter to 17-year-olds. You know what does? A chance to make money and a chance to play for an energetic coach that's going to put you in the best position to have a life after football. The University of Miami needs to understand that there is not a single kid down here that they're recruiting right now that was alive for the last time that they won a national championship. They don't care about swagger. They don't care about Ray Lewis. They don't care about Ed Reed until they meet him on campus in Coral Gables. They don't know who Jimmy Johnson is. All right? What can you do for me now? And what's the best coaching you can give for me now? And USC can't rest on its Matt Leinart laurels any longer. USC and Miami are so similar, it's almost scary. So Pat Lawler's right. NIL is going to matter, and that is going to make it a fairly attractive job. But USC doesn't play on campus. USC doesn't have the greatest facilities. And USC hasn't done anything worth the crap recently to draw anybody's attention from the high school football ranks. So this is going to be a little harder than just declaring that USC is a top three college coaching job. Because you know what kids have heard of? Athens, Georgia. Kirby Smart. Nick Saban. And is Tuscaloosa a great coaching job? Maybe not on its face, but Nick Saban has made it the most valuable property in college football. Is Clemson the best coaching job? It wasn't when Dabo took over. Those facilities now? Impeccable. Best in the country. Now it is. It matters the resources that a school wants to put in. USC has not put forth the proper resources. Therefore, it is not a top three head coaching job. Is Texas mediocre? Is Texas always vastly underperforming based on what it is? Yes. Do they put in the resources? Bleep yes. That makes it a more valuable head coaching job than USC is. What are the top three college football head coaching jobs? Joel Klatt of Fox says it's top three in the country. I say maybe top 10. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And uh, you can tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. When we return, we will discuss the NFL Week 2. As we enter tomorrow night, and a reminder, another edition of Weekend Warriors presented by Bud Light coming up tomorrow as well. Your chance to win a $100 gift card to a select location. Beverages abound. He's Captain Competent Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Levick Alive. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken Lavica and Chris Coquel. 
Coquel's off today. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. You can listen to us on the free ESPN app as well. Captain Competent running the uh, the board as always, making sure that uh, things stay uh, fairly seamless. Doing the best he can, Joe Rigotti. And uh, I, we were talking about the top three uh, head coaching jobs in college football and how I don't agree with Joel Klatt that USC is at number three. Uh, Sean Salisbury, uh, former ESPN personality, uh, he he posted the following on, on Facebook, and I think this is right on. We as USC Trojans and our new head coach have to stop thinking of the 17-year-old kid gives a bleep about a 78 national title or a Heisman or a Rose Bowl 15 years ago or more. The kids and recruits want to know how they're going to be on TV weekly, how they get name, image, and likeness money, want to know if they're going to be able to play on Sundays. How will they get to a national title? Tradition and history matters, yes, but far less to today's player. We have to stop thinking these kids even know players 20-plus years ago. They want to build a new tradition. We better find a coach who's not living in the past. That's for us former players and fans. The present and future are what these kids care about. They know more about the Oregon uniforms than they do about student body right. It may hurt our pride as Trojans, but we all better adjust or you get left behind. We better hire a guy who has the energy of the players. Facts. I mean, that's right on. That is right on. And this is what I'm fearful about with Miami. This is what I'm fearful about about the Hurricanes. And if I'm a Canes fan, and I, I, I support the Canes. I want the Canes to win. I want Miami football to be an entity that is more than just a flash in the pan. Can they compete to win an ACC Coastal crown? Like the, the, the expectation should be higher for that, but that's what the realistic expectation is now. Is there a year where maybe they can be in the discussion to be in an ACC title game? Like that, that's going to be the gauge for what a good season is. And that's where Miami has turned into a cautionary tale for USC. And maybe name, image, and likeness can put Miami back on the map, but Miami spent too much time living in the past. Too much time talking about things that happened in the early 2000s, the early 90s, the 80s, and didn't focus enough on the present. Thought that the brand by itself was going to keep it competitive. Miami's still relevant, but you want to know why it's still relevant? Because of stuff they did in the 80s. Swagger, you you can't keep throwing out that word and try and make yourself believe that that gives you a college football advantage. USC is on the precipice of becoming what Miami currently is. And I don't think that there are many college football programs right now that want to be what Miami is. Is it cool to wear the U? Absolutely. Is it cool to rep the U? Hell yeah. Is Miami a cool brand? For sure. But Miami's a cool brand because of the past. Miami's a cool brand because it produces NFL players. That is the one thing Miami still has done well. But it's such a damning indictment of when they're on campus in Coral Gables. And how poor that experience is. Because... The Hurricanes produce as much NFL talent as they did two decades ago, but they sure as bleep don't win nearly as much as they did two decades ago. So when you hear about 
USC being an attractive coaching option. I want you to think about it. Like James Franklin's name comes up. There's a report today from Yahoo that there's mutual interest between James Franklin, Penn State, and USC. And while I don't think that for James Franklin, the USC job is better than Penn State, maybe he does. Maybe it's time for a change. But if the Miami job came open, do you really think after being spurned already by Miami, that Mario Cristobal would leave Oregon to come to Miami? I don't. Would James Franklin give more than a single solitary thought about going to Coral Gables, leaving State College? No way. Are you kidding me? Not a chance. So, no, I don't think USC is a top three coaching job. Like Joel Clyde of Fox says. Maybe it's in the top 10, but it's still a more enticing job than Miami is. But they're running the risk of becoming the Hurricanes. Miami is having such a hard time living up to its past because they put so much emphasis on their past. Didn't have to be that way, but now it feels like Miami's just so dug into that that that's all that matters. You go around Kane's tailgates and... All you see is stuff referring back to Jeremy Shockey, Ken Dorsey, Santana Moss, Sean Taylor, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. I mean, where's the, 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 current, the current success? Where's the, any of the current guys? Like, there's a lot of pride with the Canes. A lot of pride. But the output hasn't matched the amount of pride, and that's a problem. When you're barely winning at home against Appalachian State and your coach is saying, App State's a good team, it's what they do. They play teams tough on the road and they beat you. Well, they didn't beat us. That's not, that's not a good message to send to the fan base. Yeah, App State is good. But should you be taking any semblance of positive from letting a Sunbelt team roll into your stadium and almost beat you and act like you accomplished something? No. Know what that doesn't do? Inspire confidence for your players or for your fan base. But it's okay because it's all about the you, swagger. Remember what we did at the Rose Bowl against Nebraska? Like, come on. We're better than this. And I don't know how Miami gets out of this funk of living in the past. And USC, this is going to be the single most important hire in the history of that football program. Even more so than when they hired Pete Carroll. Even more so than when they brought in Lane to succeed Pete Carroll. Because this is the hire that USC needs to prevent USC from becoming what Miami has become. Should college football programs be leaning on what they've done in the past? How much emphasis do they put on living in the past? I say minimal at best. Because you don't compete when all you do is harken back to previous football glory. Nebraska is Miami. USC is trying to avoid becoming Nebraska and Miami. This is the most important hire they're going to have. How much should a college football program focused on its past? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Hit us up on Twitter at ESPN West Palm as well. It's Ken Levick Alive. We'll be back tomorrow. We're here every day at noon, and I want to tell you about 
Pat Lawler, we mentioned him, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. He was talking about the USC job yesterday as our sports agent, sports law insider here on Ken Levick Alive. But Pat Lawler also is uh, the, the finest personal injury attorney that you're going to find in all of South Florida. Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, he and his staff, they have decades of trial experience. They have been doing this for years and years and years, have won countless cases, getting people the compensation they deserve, whether it's a slip and fall, whether it's it's a motorcycle accident, whether it's an automobile accident, whether it's a boating accident, uh, you get hurt and it, you feel like someone's at fault. It's tricky. It's tough. It is really hard. You feel isolated. You feel alone. Well, that's where Pat comes in. Pat and all the people at Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys, they're looking out for you. And the consultation to see if they're right for you, that's free. He's not gouging you. He's not trying to take advantage of you. He's trying to have your back because he knows that this is hard. This is difficult. But if you get hurt in a personal injury matter and you're owed compensation, he's fighting for you. That's Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. WantToLawyerUp.com. That's WantToLawyerUp.com for your free consultation. Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. One of the comedians that shaped the entire scope of my sense of humor passed away yesterday, and I'll be damned if I'm not honoring him when we come back. Captain Competent Joe Rigotti is here. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.